When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, what's going on? I'm Rob Sesternino back again to talk with you about the week's most interesting news stories for the week of January 17th, 2023 here on News AF. Yes, we are back once again here in the middle of January to talk about what's happening in the world with our esteemed News AF panel back with us, of course, uh, a legend of the news at this point in his podcasting career. Of course, he's Pickleball's top influencer, Father Nature. It's Tyson Apostle. Tyson. Yes. Very serious. How are you? I'm great. Did you like that? Yes, that was really good. That was really good. While you were talking about me. Yes. Yeah. Very cool, huh? Yes. It's this new webcam. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm very well. Very. Yeah. Doing great. Played a lot of pickleball last week, which was good. I haven't been able to hit the courts as often as I want. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, took the kids up to uh, snow, which... You said you were going to. Miserable all uh. the way until <laughs> we headed home and stopped at a sledding hill on the way home. And it made up for the entire weekend. Were there no sledding hills before that hill? Uh, it was. There was so much wind. Oh, so, yeah. Wind. The invisible yeah. enemy. Yes. Of fun. Exactly. <laughs> Wind is the invisible enemy of fun unless you're windsurfing. Mm-hmm. That doesn't look fun. Mm-hmm. It's true. Okay. All right. Um, but uh, overall then, uh, good, uh, a good trip was had then in, in the end, Tyson? A great trip, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I think, I mean, honestly, that last sledding hill is what made up for all of it. Okay. Lots of happy endings. Yeah. That yeah, was it. it. Yeah. Pull out a win at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, and the man who always finds uh, the bright side of everything. Here he is. He's back. It's Danny Bryson. Danny, how are you? Tyson, I played my first game ever of pickleball. How uh, was it? I'll predict from Danny. Danny's not a ball sports guy. Like if we're being real. I try. He I tries, try but he's, guy, he's not but... very proficient. He's not like. Is that a hand-eye coordination issue, Tyson? I think so. No, what it is, is I think I can be good at it because I start uh-huh. off a little bit better than average. Yes. But then I find that it takes a ton of work and I'm like, mm, I'm not willing to put in the work. So I just stagnate and then quit. So I think but that's how Danny. It's like I everything. Think- ping pong, tennis, now pickleball. Have but I the- ever played ping pong with you? I don't think I've ever played ping pong. Oh, we've before. played ping pong. Have we? I try. I, I practice, put in the effort, don't get any better. Then I just threw up my hands. I'm like, I could be doing something else. But pickleball so was fun. Did you enjoy um, it? Where did you play? Uh, my parents, they put a little court together. Now, question, my question is, Tyson, how do you score pickleball? Because serve only. It, okay, okay. But let me say, let's say you're saying out loud the score. Mm-hmm. How do you do it? Is, are you playing doubles? Yes, doubles. So you say your score. Then you say your opponent's score. Mm-hmm. Then you say whether or not you're the first, whether oh, you're the see, first or there it second is. 
I had such a hard time believing that that was actually what I had to do. Yeah. To whether you're the first so or second server on that side at that time. About, that rally. about three quarters of the way through all of my pickle playing experience, I just gave up. Like the score is whatever it is, whatever you want it to be. It can be that. Cause wow. I'm not going to be like two, five, seven. Nope. Or it can it, only we be were, a one or a two at the end. Oh, so we were doing the one or two at the beginning. So I guess that's wrong. Yeah. So yeah, but either your way, score, like, their score, and then a one or a two, depending on if you are the first server in your ball possession or the second. But it was fun, regardless oh, of how okay. we got score. Even um, if you're not doing it right, it's still fun. Yeah, I, I'm glad I played with some people who had been playing, and but they don't know the rules. They well, they knew the, enough of the rules. They didn't know how to score. And the thing is, they could crush you, right? Because they've been playing for a long time. Who is this? This is my niece's husband, but he was smart enough to like kind of play more at our level so yeah. that it didn't instantly crush all our hopes and dreams. He was hustling you and then he wanted to play for money. Yeah, I'm, I'm waiting for that invitation for money from him, but otherwise he kept it rather pleasant. And I thought, oh, this is, I actually just thought I wasn't going to sweat because that I'd kind of, unless you're playing in Arizona, mm -hmm. I, I mean, it doesn't seem like it's much of a sweat sport, but being me, I began to perspire. Mm -hmm. so. Almost immediately. Yeah. yeah, like the minute I walked across the court, I'm like, ooh. <laughs> it's hot out here. Ooh, it's hot, hot out. Inside this air-conditioned uh, space. Oh, it's indoor know. at your parents? Yeah, and there's, it's not big enough for a court. Oh, so that's the, the most people would try to hit to the far back line mm -hmm. because you didn't have enough space to get the ball. That was more yeah. of that tactic than anything else. That's how it is in general. Mm -hmm. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Well, then I guess it's a good... Good way to learn. So anyway, yeah. I thought it was fun. I thought this is what Tyson's all about. If this is a third of his life, it's a pretty fun way to spend it. Mm -hmm. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Thank you, Danny. That's yeah. the testimonial we've needed. I knew you've been searching for my approval yeah, and Danny's I've been hesitant to give it, but mm -hmm. now you have my blessing. Mm -hmm. Thank you. <laughs> and you can continue hiking if you like. Thank yeah. you. So yeah. How are you guys feeling uh, right about now? Here we are uh, in going into the third week of January. Better than mm -hmm. normal? Average? Uh, average. The same. Okay. Yeah. Because well, I, got some, yeah. I got some fun things on the horizon, but I'm feeling, yeah. Okay. Well, normal. you might be the exception because uh, yesterday marks a milestone every year. It was Blue Monday. Uh, the day mm -hmm. that is, uh, experts say, some experts say, is the most depressing day of the year. Based on what? Based on a calculation uh, that is uh, put forward uh, that the, the model is uh, W plus uh, D minus D uh, <laughs> times TQ. So that's that. that uh, no, that's um, it's uh, that basically they say that it is um, the uh, the long stretch of a, um, you know, uh, long stretch until payday. Underscored mm -hmm. by holiday debt, lapsed mm -hmm. New Year's resolutions, and the joy of Christmas fading in the rearview mirror. Yeah, no, that's definitely all science, dude. I agree. I think <coughs> they've done their homework, and I think this could be a very sad time for a lot of people. If there's an equation, I'm not going to argue with it. Mm -hmm. like, yeah. You've just said there was an equation. With W's and everything. Yeah, and I also did read that by last week, so just before Monday. 85% of people, according to one survey, have already given up all of their New Year's resolutions sure. by last weekend. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that explains it. I mean, it's science, equation, science. 
It, this is true. Although I didn't really feel anything. Did you guys feel any different? No, no, it's fine. On Monday? Yeah, on Monday. Well, no, it was a holiday anything. also. Yeah. yeah that, is that normal? I don't know. I think that, uh, so I think that they kind of, they, they uh, did it wrong to have it be on a day that a lot of people are off from work uh, yeah. to have it be officially a Monday. Blue Monday. A Monday when you're at work normally. So, so in the fluorescent yeah. lighting. Should be next Monday. Cause then uh, I guess maybe other than maybe president's day is like a month from now. There's no like three day weekend really on the horizon. And the thing is, but you know, it's like, okay, you had the Christmas and now it's into January and it's like, all right, well, winter's almost over. It's like, Oh wait, no, it's not. Oh, just well, OMG in the chat says nobody gets paid on the first and 15th anymore. It's not 1964. <laughs> and that's true because as we were sitting here, I yeah. checked and I had just had a paycheck come through for me. So I see that uh, there are some things uh, like maybe does the major do the majority of people get paid on the first and the fifteenth? Then that's something sure to account for. The distance from the holiday, yes, and the holiday debt, like oh yeah, like we broke some credit card records over in this house over here, uh, and then we got uh, uh, you've got yes. what else have you got? You've got the New Year's resolutions. That's if you place a lot of stock in those things, yeah. like and get Which really crushed shouldn't. by your, by failure. Yeah, so I think that a lot of those things are generational and were mostly the older generation. I don't know who's shattered by New Year's resolutions. So it was like Boomers Blue Monday. Blue yeah. Monday Boomers. Yep. Blue Boomers Monday. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're retired, is that still part of Blue Monday? Mm -hmm. Yeah, because mm -hmm. by this point, it's so built into your life that you don't even know why you're experiencing it. You mm -hmm. just feel it dark and you just You just know. Okay. Well, yeah. uh, one person in particular had a reason uh, to be sad on Blue Monday. Uh, her name is uh, Carly Bessie, uh, and she got fired uh, from her job um, at an accounting firm in British Columbia because mm -hmm. her employer said that she was unproductive at work uh and now a civil tribunal has ruled in addition to being fired uh that she owes her former employer two thousand seven hundred fifty six dollars because they are saying that she was a perpetrator of time theft never go in front of anything with the word tribunal in it mm -hmm. Like if you can avoid it, civil tribunal, two thousand uh, dollars. I bet you there's a lot of employees wasting way more than two thousand dollars. Yeah, time. that's hard. That's hard to really quantify, isn't it? Well, that's um, not in in this era because that they have software on her computer um, called Time Camp, uh, which tracks her keystrokes and what files are being accessed. If we can calculate Blue Monday, we can definitely calculate time waste at work. Yeah, but it's not all time waste because you could be like, oh, I'm going to lunchy lunch or something and then go sit on the toilet. Or you could like, there's ways around. You might be thinking of the next big move for your boss to make. Yeah. While right? you're on the toilet. Yeah. Mm -hmm. like, But you could also just be wasting time, you know, like the whole thing where it's like, I think scientists recommend that if you have a job where you have to go to location, save your morning poop until you get to work, clock in, and then go to the That's job. That's what scientists say? I think a lot of people say that, yeah. What's the mm -hmm. equation for that? <laughs> it's immediate uh, work. P, yeah. 
Android E okay. plus P. No, that's, uh, that, that's M. Yeah. That's <laughs> BM. Yeah. Yeah. So should we perhaps maybe like as people are working from home, you know, time camp is able to uh, determine what people are doing like on their computers uh, that Danny, do you think that maybe in the next wave of smart toilets could time camp be patched into uh, some of the toilets and be able to tell, okay, well, all right, this is a bathroom break. And study your stool. I'm sure Japan has already invented this toilet maybe 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. This is insane. And it's not a company I would want to work for where they monitor time this closely. Well, yeah. and then they're putting you in front of a tribunal. Yeah. Then there's like, not only <laughs> yeah. did you get fired, but it's now like your local clergy summons you. It wasn't to, enough just to fire you. It's uh, a tribunal. Fake, fake wigs, just like under lighting. <laughs> they sit on top of like a 10 foot tall like bench. Mm -hmm. Put a heat lamp in your face. Giant time thief! <laughs> <laughs> yes, we declare that thou hast stolen time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> time is money. Yeah. <laughs> now... This is very interesting. Uh, now, twenty seven hundred dollars and twenty seven hundred dollars Canadian, I believe. Uh, I mean, it is not a uh, a king's ransom. Tyson, was this just uh, a shot fired at the workers around the world? Yeah, is she just being made an example? Like, oh, that's the worst. Here you person. go. Yeah, to be the person that's getting made the example. I mean, maybe it seems odd, but it, it seems so odd. Like, is that money worth it to them? And why? Like, did she leave on bad terms? Oh, did 100%. She lodge you don't get taken in front of a, a, mm -hmm. a tribunal. On yeah. Good terms. I don't think they liked her. Yeah. So yeah you'd rather be fired and then have this or be fired because you were no fun. Or so did, did she quit? get fired or did she quit? Uh, she was fired. Um, oh, okay. Oh, okay. So she was All probably right. fired for time stealing. Mm hmm. And then in front of the tribunal. And then dragged to the tribunal according to my calculations which by the way double check mm -hmm. she was making 55 dollars an hour hmm okay that's pretty good that's pretty yeah. good yeah but i don't understand if they have a software that can monitor your keystrokes and tell like how often you're working why does she need to do a time sheet mm. seems like this is entrapment you know how many yes. hours she worked why are you making her hand in how many hours she worked well, managers is that the new way to get paid it's just like mm -hmm. they know what website you're on and how fast you're typing and how fast you should be typing that's crazy that can't be mm -hmm. real yeah well i think that this is where the uh acrimonious relationship came from uh that it started when uh the worker carly bessie um said she was fired without just cause and then i think they went out of their way to prove the just cause mm. Wow, if you click on that link, it doesn't just go to some other article. It goes to the actual Civil Resolution Tribunal mm -hmm. website. Mm -hmm. uh, is it a .gov? Um, yeah, .ca. Wow. <clears throat> this mm -hmm. is serious stuff. They are making an example. Yep. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, uh, whose side are you on, Danny? I'm, uh, I don't know her personally. She could mm -hmm. be really obnoxious and I don't know her boss either. He could be a real dick, mm -hmm. but uh, I'm going to have to say that just that monitoring technology seems a little intrusive and counterproductive. So yeah. I'm on her side. More. Yeah. I don't think anybody's on the side of uh, the uh, no. tribunal. <laughs> well, and here Tyson is maybe mm -hmm. <laughs> Tyson is no, hear me out. 
why can't they just big brother everything? Like, well, not big brother everything. Let's do the watchdog thing where it's like they put their computer so that everyone in the room can see their computer screen so that everyone in the room can see everybody else's computer screen. And it's a whole thing. And then you tattletale on each other. And that well, way, she was a remote worker. Oh, oh, remotely. Mm-hmm. I've heard of that. Yeah. So, so that makes it more difficult to have. Did she get the job done? Her. Was she a good accountant? I think, there you go. Yeah. Thank you, That's Rob. That Those are the important questions. Yeah. Yeah. Did she get the job done in, done in a timely manner? Mm-hmm. Was she responsive during the work hours uh, when you needed her? Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, we have been looking for a destination for our next guy's trip for uh, quite some time. Uh, Mm -hmm. And perhaps uh, there might be a place that we uh, may want to uh, check out in West Java. In. Okay. You're in? Okay. Yeah. Uh, So because uh, people are flocking to Indonesia. Because uh, there is a um, rock formation that people are saying not only resembles a man's genitals, but it also, as some tourists are hoping, will improve uh, a man's performance in the bedroom. By looking at it or by touching it? There are myths. Uh Uh-huh. People feel like, yeah. I have, I'm looking for right now, the most, and this is coming from someone who has spent hundreds of hours um, among rocks of all shapes and sizes. Mm -hmm. And this past summer, I found the most phallus-shaped rock I've ever seen in my life. And And? yes, I did take a picture. I'm currently looking for it. So keep your discussion going. I mean, okay. So let's see if Danny's uh, rock uh, is as good as uh, this one. Here it is. Okay. Looks pretty good. And uh, I think Danny would agree. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Mine's better. I got to yes. find it now, though. Okay. Um, and so people uh, are feeling like uh, that this is, uh, that has some sort of like supernatural power. Like what kind of powers? Like uh, the ability to read people's minds? No. The, okay. I mean, unless, uh, you know, maybe in like uh, of what their desires are, perhaps. Um, what are their desires? According to, the, according to the article, um, uh-huh. uh, they say there are myths surrounding it. Maybe once a week or once a month, many visitors there perform some kind of a ritual. It's said that men who visit there become mighty men in bed. Ooh, mighty men in bed. I I mean, it's worth a shot, right? It's only $2,700 Canadian. Mm -hmm. There are so many phallus shaped rocks in the The world. Price of one tribunal. Yeah. This isn't even the best phallus shaped rock. Show us the best one, Danny. Tell us the best. Uh, Still trying to find it. Regale us with the tale of the best phallic shaped rock you've ever seen. Give us what we want, Danny. I stumbled Mm -hmm. upon it on a journey in the mountains. Yeah. Uh I had searched high and low and had spent hours off trail just combing through rocks. Mm -hmm. And uh, eventually I came over the crest of this hill, right as the sun, it was strange, emerged and like revealing Excalibur yeah. there, it revealed the sun. Angels from heaven there. You know, I don't know what oh. I heard in my head, but there was definitely a sound uh-huh. more of like a crackling. 
Uh, and there it was revealed. And I, I'm going to find a, this picture. Give me two more minutes because I know okay. exactly where it is. I texted um, it. To well, if you want to go visit this rock in Indonesia, uh, not only do you have to uh, get to Indonesia, it's also a uh, 30-minute boat ride from the beach uh, to go and uh, visit the uh, magical phallus-shaped rock. Okay, guys. So I'm not. Maybe this isn't as good as I thought, but it's did still pretty type, good. I'm going to show it to you. Did you type penis into your search bar in your <laughs> Google Photos? No, yeah, exactly. I was trying to figure out how to search for this in my Google Photos uh-huh. uh, rather than saying rock dong. So okay. let, me, let me show this one that I found. I still think it's better than the Indonesia, but it's not as good as some of the hoodoos you find in Southern Utah. Okay. Okay. Let's see. A little bit of a glare. Yeah. Oh, okay. that's small though. Yeah, but in terms Danny, can of... can you describe is it? it? More like actually, actually, hold it hold it back up. I'll put you full screen. Okay, let's see. All right. Get the glare can you, yeah, There you can, go, right Can you there. give us uh, about uh, like uh, the dimensions of that? How long and is that thing? It's probably 18 inches. Okay. And a uh, circumference of three inches. But look at it. It's sitting in a field of flowers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the crazy thing is, is the whole, whole mountain was covered with boulders, right? Okay. This was the only clear space on the entire mountain. And there, contained in this opening, surrounded by flowers, I don't know if I felt any more, what was the description? Manly in bed? Mm-hmm. But um, if you want to, it's in the Wind Rivers. Go seek it out. It's on East Temple Mountain. So how much does it cost to get to the Java one? And all we have to do is undercut that and get them mm-hmm. to the Wind Rivers. Yeah. Cool. Well, the one in Indonesia is, I think, like, uh, you know, a, kind of like a monument. Uh, I mean, the one that Danny found is just like on the ground. Your own it has, little. It has more power, though. Has, oh. Yeah, power and utility. Are you probably. a strong yeah. man? Yeah. Like, instantly I came home and had babies. It's <laughs> like every on the drive home, everyone was having babies in the vicinity. And didn't wow. even know why. Hmm. Wow. Anyway, there's, like I said, I'm not impressed. Um, you don't need to spend that much money if you want to see a phallus-shaped rock. Just go to Southern Utah. Just drive mm-hmm. around randomly, and you will stumble into so many. I think they're called hoodoos, uh-huh. and they're all over the place. And you can go up and soak in their power or do whatever you have to. Can you do a mediocre amateur YouTube edition of Rock Dong? Right. Uh, <laughs> The Southern rock Utah Rock Dong mm-hmm. Tour. <laughs> yeah, the Rock Dong. Maybe what I should do is sell that tour. <laughs> I'll for, tell you what. I'll join Neil. Yeah. Oh wow. Thousand dollars. Tyson and I will take you on a journey through Rock Dong Country. I'm not doing it for a mm-hmm. thousand. Okay. How much? Ten thousand yep. dollars. Rock Dong Country. Oh. And we're gonna make promises that can't be backed up by science or um, <laughs> mathematic equations. Mm-hmm. But we promise they will make you a monster in bed. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And then, so I think that also part of this is that I think that you should like along your journeys, like have mm-hmm. your uh, blood tested and get your uh, testosterone <laughs> levels checked around yeah. the different. No, 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 yeah. no, no. That will make it quantifiable <laughs> and too scientific. Yeah. Okay. We, yeah. We're selling this with an asterisk at the bottom. Maybe an, an independent panel of, uh, if they want. Uh, of people. If they want, but we can always argue that like, you know, some things of the spirit can't. Yeah. Be. Well, no. Okay. You have to give ri- ridiculous requirements. Like you can only eat every 45 minutes while on the tour. You know what I mean? That some, something that no one, you can only drink 
three quarts of, you have to drink three quarts of water or something that no one can really do. Mm. And they'd be like, well, that's why mm. you weren't eating every 45 minutes of mm. protein. So what kind of protein? Plant-based. Oh, plant protein. Yeah. Oh, that's why. Mm-hmm. That's see, there was yeah. the mistake. You were chomping on beef jerky every beef forty-five jerky, minutes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You needed to be eating plant beef jerky. jerky. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Mushroom jerky. Mushroom yes. jerky. Yes. Now, this is the podcast that made the Home Depot twelve-foot skeleton a viral sensation. Yes. Um, you know, did that. people, uh, since we talked about them, they're popping up everywhere. People are talking about them. They have them. They're putting different costumes on them. But maybe the next evolution in 12 foot skeletons might be to do uh, something that um, is available on the Facebook marketplace. How about uh, a almost life size dinosaur for your lawn? Okay. OK, go on. Yeah, uh, because uh, there's one person uh, who is selling uh, dinosaur replicas on Facebook Marketplace. And for the low, low price of fifty eight thousand dollars, you could bring this baby home. Make all the kids happy. How much mm-hmm. again? Fifty eight thousand dollars. <sighs> How are you going to ship it? Can you get this on a plane? Hmm. Does it? Can you take it apart into smaller pieces? This is in Australia. That's a problem. The Melbourne man selling a life-size dinosaur. I'd rather have this dinosaur than one of those robots from mm. the guy on Long Island. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that yeah, guy. Those were, those were very cheap. Yeah. This looks, this looks high-end. It looks dope for being real, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, if they don't get a buyer, will they have someone like Dinosaur Land uh, rescue it? Bring it where? Like to some sort of like dinosaur uh, statue preserve? Yes. Hmm. For me yeah. to buy this, uh-huh. I would have to have a billion dollars. A billion dollars? A billion dollars for this to be something like, yeah, dude, I'll buy that. And mm-hmm. then like send it to You could buy Jimmy but, John's for that. But, <laughs> no, he's not spending a billion dollars on it. Mm-hmm. No, that's how much I would have to buy have have bank account. to feel mm-hmm. comfortable wasting $58,000. So, but why don't, so do you think we should create a GoFundMe to get Danny to a billionaire? To a billion dollars. <laughs> get him a billion dollars so he'll buy this. Or we could just, I guess, raise the funds to buy this and send it to Danny and have Summit Seeker drop it off on his doorstep. Oh, please. No more doorstep surprises. Mm-hmm. Although I did ask my daughter uh-huh. what her favorite dinosaur was. Um, speaking of dinosaurs, and she surprised me with the answer: pterodactyl, which this guy also has. Yes, uh, this is a titanosaurus, which I did not even know that that was a dinosaur. Yeah, you can make them up. Haven't you ever seen mm-hmm. uh, Jurassic Worlds? Yeah, they just make dinosaurs up now. Yeah. Um, so the, where he gets these dinosaurs from, uh, that he actually has, uh, buys them from China. Uh, he gets them shipped to, uh, his place in Melbourne and then he flips them anymore. Yeah. He's just buying them from China. Yeah. We can get our own. We all buy our stuff from China. That's not impressive. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Is there, why is China manufacturing so many life-size dinosaurs? I don't know, but that's probably what's bogged up the whole supply chain is yeah. that everybody's all these p- 
people are so focused on. I've making been trying these to dinosaurs. get a dinosaur since COVID, and then I uh, haven't <laughs> yeah. been able to get it. Keep saying Dude, delay. Cargo ships filled with dinosaurs going <laughs> yeah. to Australia. Meanwhile, you, you know, like medical equipment just sits. <laughs> Can't get there it on the shore. My hands on a trampoline <laughs> for any amount of money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, so $58,000 for a Titanosaurus. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, if, if that's your thing. It's somebody's thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> one guy's thing. Yeah. And he's trying to yeah. find one more to sell him to. Do we so. know, uh, are there any special powers uh, that you get from visiting a Titanosaurus? I mean, I if, bet you if you were put a it sing- in the right place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you were a single guy and you had this on your lawn. Yeah. It might attract a mate. Does that speak to virility, Danny? I don't think so. I think mm. it speaks to loneliness. Loneliness. <laughs> <laughs> what a dinosaur on your like, front lawn. Yeah. If you're a single guy, people might think you never grew up. Mm-hmm. You know, he just played with dinosaurs. They got bigger as he got bigger. Now he's got one on his lawn. Known as never, never land ranch or whatever. <laughs> warning, a sign of warning to women to stay away. Mm-hmm. Unless you like dinosaurs, then you found the perfect mate. Okay. Um, we do have some uh, zoo news. Uh, Tyson, Ooh. as our resident uh, zoologist, uh, yeah, did you hear anything me. about what was going on at the Dallas Zoo this week? No. Well, procreation? Well, it seems, oh, no, not sure. procreation. Uh, so it seems like there was uh, all hell breaking uh, loose because that there was a, uh, they have a clouded leopard uh, yep. named. Not a real leopard. What? It's not? Is this they are called clouded leopards. They are called clouded leopards, but a clouded leopard is not related to a, is not a leopard, I think, scientifically. Mm -hmm. But they are called clouded leopards. I know what a clouded leopard is. Carry on. Okay, so Nova, the clouded leopard, uh, Mm -hmm. went missing from the Dallas Zoo earlier this week. And uh, there was a big, there was a big hunt of uh, a clouded leopard on the loose outside of the Dallas Zoo. And they found it inside the zoo. (laughs) Um, Well, they did. They did ultimately find it. Um, But but they found that there was damage to the leopard enclosure. That was an intentional act. An intentional act. Somebody somebody clipped the. The enclosure. Mm hmm. And do they know who or what or why? Um, I think right now it's still a mystery uh, that gorillas. Well, and you then think a gorilla did it. Yeah. <laughs> no, nobody knows. I guess I don't know if there's any sort of security uh, footage about uh, what's going on with uh, Nova, the clouded leopard. Uh, they did ultimately find her. Uh, they found her actually, as Tyson predicted, on the grounds. Uh-huh. If you lose an animal in a zoo, who do you call? The zoo. Seems obvious. Tyson. Mm-hmm. Yes. He knows exactly where it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, they did. They did find some people were a little worried uh, as, you know, it was a few hours before they ultimately found her. But, you know, this uh, in, enclosure has been intentionally cut. And now uh, the Dallas Zoo is reporting that the monkey enclosure was cut on the same day. Oh, my mm. goodness. But no monkeys escaped. Not yet. Luckily, we caught this leopard before it got the taste of band flesh. Mm hmm. Right, because then that's the end. And mm-hmm. like I said earlier, I think the monkeys got them their own cage. Someone threw in a pair of wire cutters. The monkeys learned how to do it. 
I mean, we've seen wow. what they can do. They manage touch screens. They're always mimicking us. So they yeah. got themselves loose. The first thing they went. Art. It, yeah, art. They went to the clouded leopard, let it out. And then you're just kind of testing the waters to see what happens before mm-hmm. they make their next move. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Right? Uh, the I think the Salt Lake Zoo, at one point, some people were looking at the mountain lion and then realized that the mountain lion was, in fact, outside of the enclosure, sitting on a tree branch. Mm. Outside the enclosure. But was it a captive mountain lion? Yes. Okay. So it wasn't one from the foothills that no, came down to the it zoo. it was a captive mountain lion, and it was sitting out on the, a tree branch. And then some people were like, that's actually not in the enclosure. And there had been some hole in the netting or something that it got through. But then it still assumed it was still uh, captive and just hung out there. Your number one job as a zoo security person is to look for holes, right? It seems. Like, it, seems. it seems like that would be the thing you did before yeah. you shut down the zoo for the evening. Yeah. No holes in the enclosures? I'm good. Mm-hmm. Probably. Yeah. Okay. So who stands to benefit from there being holes in all these animal enclosures at Dallas Zoo? Uh, Tyson, do you think this could be a, a rival zoo? Uh, <laughs> no, I think just the story making the news is the goal of whoever's clipping these. Unless it's Brad Pitt's character from 12 Monkeys or mm-hmm. something like that. I believe that it is probably oh just some kids goofing around and they're overjoyed that this made the news. See, I thought you were saying that this was like an inside job of that. Basically this is like the Dallas zoo. How do we get our name out there? Like, Oh, okay. Let's uh, let some of the animals escape. Yeah. And then people are like, Oh, Dallas zoo. We haven't been there in a minute. There's a zoo in Dallas. Sounds wild. The animals are running around. Yeah. That's positive. Uh, Oh, there's a zoo in Dallas. That's a positive review, but Oh, there's holes in all the animal enclosures. Nobody's going to that zoo. Are you going to that zoo? Are you taking That's your kids exciting. to that zoo? I'm not taking my kids, but I might do an adult tour after we I go might look too, at yeah. Like a real life Jurassic Park, I think. Yeah, except yeah. for are we on to a new movie here? <laughs> yeah. Why didn't a Jurassic Park with just a zoo ever happen? <laughs> hmm. That's what it was. That's what Jurassic Park was, Tyson. The Tyrannosaurus Rex was in a cage. That's what I'm saying. But you could s- follow almost the exact same storyline, but have it be a zoo. Not hmm. as exciting. Really? Yeah. There's m- more animals that are more versatile than just the dinos that they had on. But Jurassic. that was the magic is making dinosaurs come to life on the big screen. Mm. I guess so. Sure. Yeah. So anyways, yeah, I think it was probably, I mean, it could have been like a animal lover, but a lot of times it's just like some kid who's kid. on a school tour, happened to have a pair of wire cutters in his pocket. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bored, just sitting there. Yeah. He's like, just going to cut on this. Okay, well, this isn't the first time that there have been animals escaping from the Dallas Zoo. In tw- 2004, uh, they mm-hmm. let a 13-year-old gorilla uh, climb a 14-year-old, a uh, 14-foot wall to injure four people. And then it got okay. shot. I mean, this is pre-Harambe. But, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Harambe, I haven't heard that, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. name in a long time. Yeah. Uh, and then in 2010, Another gorilla escaped the living quarters. Dallas Zoo again? This is all at the Dallas Zoo. Uh, they got yeah. the most exciting zoo. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, and then in 2011, Coco, a chimpanzee, 
Uh, also, uh, God had to be sedated after escaping the enclosure. Uh, and then just two weeks after that, a spider monkey escaped from its enclosure and was on top of its habitat for half an hour. How are these people keeping their zoo license? Yeah. Who well, is the It's been like 12 guy. years since they let any animals out. Who is the zoo enclosure uh, overseer? Because I feel like that's the person that mm-hmm. they... Like, is it the same person? No um, way. No way. No, I don't think they, so. They must have been yeah. let go. They do say uh, that it is a code blue uh, when this happens, which that would be a great name for the movie, Danny. Oh, code I thought blue. you would say that'd be a confusing code. They shouted that over the PA system on Monday. Code are, blue. Are you code more blue. into the movie if it's called Code Blue? I might click on it. Mm-hmm. With the front is like a terrifying leopard jumping yeah. on someone's face. Maybe it should come out on Blue Monday. We're like, this Blue Monday, you're really going to have something to be sad about. Yeah. Code Blue. Well, I think that Code Blue, that's so wide because it's like, okay. A herd of elephants escaped. That's mm. a very serious. Uh, we don't know if that's a code blue, though. That could be like a code blood red. That's what I'm saying. Like they need different levels depending on how dangerous the actual animal is. Mm-hmm. Like hippos, cocaine Ooh. hippos on yeah, the cocaine loose. Hi- cocaine, well, the, cocaine bear. What code? Cocaine bear. Mm-hmm. Cocaine bear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Could you imagine getting that? And now it's over to PA at the zoo. Oh my gosh, is it out? I'm gonna look that up. Cocaine Not bear. Yeah, I think it's coming out in February. Mm. Oh, they should have released it on Blue Monday so everybody could be happy. <laughs> mm-hmm. White Monday. I need to set this on my calendar. <laughs> Cocaine bear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> When's the premiere date? Can I go to the premiere? Um, yeah. Oh, release date February 24th. Put that down in your calendars. February 24th. Okay. What day of the week is that? Who cares? Who, yeah, it doesn't matter. I don't care. If you're remote working, feel free to take your <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> and remote work while watching the movie. It's don't Friday. tell the time tracker. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, all right. So uh, if you are visiting the Dallas Zoo, please, uh, you know, let it be careful out there. Let us know okay. what's going on. Yes, please. Okay. Um, last week on the podcast, uh, we talked about how uh, the, there was the uh, No Trousers uh, tube ride going on in London. Um, we have an update. Uh, this week, it was announced that the New York uh, No Pants subway ride has been canceled for a third yes. consecutive year. Yes. Yes. What a bummer. Mm-hmm. I just bought some tearaways. Yep. I got to return them to Amazon. Sorry, Danny. Yeah, maybe that's part of the reason for Blue Monday this year, because uh, that it has been said that uh, for the third year in a row, the last two they called off uh, for the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And why this year? This year, um, that, that it's, uh, it's not exactly clear. Maybe um, lack of interest or also I think that maybe they thought maybe too much bad publicity. Too many danger noodles. Mm-hmm. Uh, this event did start the first year, 2002, with only seven people. And I'm beginning to think- It grew. That may- yeah, maybe those seven people were getting, getting arrested and they're like, no, 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 no. This mm-hmm. is part of an event worldwide. Yeah. Like tubeless or a, pant- a trouserless tube. And it's like, oh, okay. And then they've just kind of like, the, the lie got bigger and bigger. And it says here that it's gone up to like almost 2,000 people have shown up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Undressed. 
They call it um, a celebration of silliness, uh, which it may have started as uh, the founder, Charlie Todd, uh, that he leads a group called Improv Everywhere. Uh, But while it may have started from an event based in silliness, uh, I think they probably attracted um, a few few people that aren't comedians along the way. Yeah. People on lists. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Yeah. People who have gone in front of tribunals. Yeah. <laughs> so tribunal people. Yeah. Sorry to say, uh, no, no pants subway ride uh in New York City uh this year. Um yeah, that's fine. I think you need those layers, man. Because it's cold out. So no, no, civilization demands the layers. Yeah. So mm-hmm. Danny, let me ask you this question. Is it any worse? Okay. Yes. If somebody's wearing boxers and that's all they've got and they're wearing boxers on the subway versus wearing no underwear and a pair of super thin shorts, is that the same, but you just mentally, it's a little different for the uh, other people in the subway? Like what is... Free balling in a pair of shorts, you don't mm-hmm. know. You might have suspicions that that's what's taking place. Whereas okay. a person wearing boxers, you know... Uh, it's so is it better to know or is it better to not know? Better to not yeah, know. Yeah, also, um, the, bo- the, the shorts, I believe, don't, don't have an open fly, which the, the boxer does. A lot of boxers yeah. don't nowadays. A button fly? fly? Or a closed fly, fly or is it no sit fly sit down and a yeah. nut could pop out. Well, who's using the fly anyways to wangle their dong out and pee? pee. Nobody does that anymore. Did anybody ever do that? Oh, for sure. I mean, Mm -hmm. old timers used to wear one piece underwear, right? (laughs) Take a poo in their one piece, like take down that flap with all the buttons. Is that a real thing that people ever in the history or was that just a cartoon? I think that was real. I think that was real. They had to go out to the outhouse in the freezer. And unbutton their butt flaps and then put that down. Mm -hmm. So if people were willing to put up with that, Tyson, what's a couple buttons on a front (laughs) flap? Mm -hmm. Yeah, but why not just Pull the waistband down and pee like a regular person. Um, well, if you've got a belt, there can mm-hmm. be some extra steps there that uh-huh. you just don't want to have to deal with. Yeah. The Pete thinks it's just people trying to show off expensive underwear. Yeah, that could be true. You, if you spend a lot of, of money on underwear, who, who yeah. appreciates it? Yeah. Maybe well, should they cool. move? Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, should they move the no pants uh, subway ride to the summer? Yes. They definitely get more participation, but maybe that's the joy of it. Yeah. Is that it's in the that's cold. The and everybody's like, oh, mm. we're so silly. We're in the subway in the cold. Yeah. Cool. Mel says who wears boxers still. The thing is, is that you don't wear boxers unless you have an event like this you're attending and then you do get boxers. Otherwise, obviously boxer briefs, some type of, you know, more. I don't uh, like the word fitting. silliness when it's applied to adult behavior. Hmm. That's I why. Like but that. it is. But what it's do you like, like, doesn't, isn't that the most accurate? Like if you saw a group of guys in suit jackets and boxers in the freezing cold in New York, wouldn't the most uh, uh, satisfying thing for you to do to be to them be like, you guys are so silly. Yes, that's mm-hmm. true. Yes, that's we're being silly. That's right. That's yeah. exactly right. Yeah, I, I yeah. think the word works, but I think that if you are someone doing something, the last thing you want is for it to be called. You don't want to be accused of As being an silly. adult man, yeah. you don't want anyone to ever say you're doing something silly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is what something a person with a butt flap would mm-hmm. say. Some old timer mm-hmm. would be like, as criticism, say, that got to be so silly. 
Right? <laughs> I could see that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I've got one other science uh, related story to talk about uh, that this week, uh, scientists in France have announced that they've created a way to be able to divert a bolt of lightning using a weather controlling laser. Danny, what could go wrong with this? This is actually pretty cool. Shoot uh, God in the eye. <laughs> <laughs> they could accidentally. Yeah, that could, they could accidentally kill a deity in the clouds. Um, no, I saw this. I actually thought this was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. It took a long time to make this work. Oh, Supposedly, I bet. And these are the same scientists that discovered Blue Monday. <laughs> same, equa- same equation. It just transferred straight over. If I can remember correctly, the laser they used to do this cost something like a billion dollars. And they had to do thousands of laser pulses a second mm-hmm. to actually bring the lightning in. And what they did is they did they channeled the lightning in to then a lightning rod. So mm-hmm. it was kind of a, a way to bring it in. And their goal is supposedly right now they can only channel it in from I can't remember it was something like fifty feet. But their goal is with the right equipment, they'll be able to channel it in from like 1,500 feet. Mm-hmm. And that way they can protect structures and other things. But it's actually, if you can say you directed lightning with a laser, uh-huh. that's a pretty cool thing to have on your resume. So you think like every like 3,000 feet over the entire country, there is one of these lasers. So I don't know how that measures out how many lasers America will need to keep us completely lightning free. But maybe there's also lightning zones where it's just like this two feet section isn't covered by the laser on either side. Cause we miss, we, we mismeasured. Well, mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be cool. Like they were going to channel laser so they could and capture its energy. It. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, but actually what they're just doing Charge is protecting car. structures. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To get like to tr- travel into future you know, into the future, you need that much power. 1.21 gigawatts. That's exactly. Yeah. But they're just, but using you never know when or where a bolt of lightning is going to strike Danny. But now you do. Yeah. Right. Like doc could have Precisely. used this laser to bring it to the mm-hmm. clock tower. So, um, I thought this was pretty neat. I don't know if it's worth a billion dollars for that laser, but, mm-hmm. uh, what else can a billion dollar laser do? I don't know. Yeah, could uh, we could we use that lightning bolt? Yeah, to like uh like have some sort of like a uh reactor of like harnessing that energy or I does it cost we'll, more to run a laser than it does that we get from the bolt of lightning? Yeah. So, you can uh you can't quite run the laser off of the amount of lightning that it attracts. Mm-hmm. Not yet, right? But still, now just now, don't worry. If you go out into a storm with your laser pointer, you're not yeah. going to be directing the lightning to your arm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not yet. You're going to need a far yeah. more powerful laser. To Danny, do that. you could have used this uh, back when you were oh uh, on gosh. that mountain yes. when you thought you were going to get Boom. struck by lightning. Mm-hmm. I could have used that twice. Right before I found that rock phallus, by the way, mm-hmm. I had also experienced a terrifying electrical event on top wow. of the mountain. So, so it was a sign. Is this. A portable laser? Because Danny could probably 
buy one if we have that go is the gofundme already going to get danny nothing, nothing that costs a billion dollars is portable that i can think of <laughs> like mm. really once it reaches that amount it's just it can't even even the creator of it can't allow it to be light he's like no because weight as we know is a sign of reliability yes and so you got to weigh it down with some gold or some diamonds or platinum something cool uh-huh. because nothing that costs a billion can be held in your hand that's just that would be ridiculous Hmm. Okay. Danny, do you have a story to take us to go and visit your amazing bolt hole once again? So many stories. Okay. All right. Let's bring in the world famous Danny Bryson bolt hole. I never know if I should start talking. Am I going no, to get you, ambushed? Yeah, you could, I mean, you could talk over the music a little bit. That's fine. It does make me nervous. Okay. Um, I feel like you're going to point a giant sound laser no. at my conversation. No. Uh, a new exciting trend on yes. the only place where supposedly trends are born. TikTok? TikTok. The, the womb of all trends. Uh, this new one, which by the way, I'm going to say that it's new, but what I realized upon reading this article is that what they're explaining is something that's very, very old and they call it, let me get this right all the way up. They call it lucky girl syndrome. Oh yeah. Did I, you know, see I this know this. Yeah. So there's influencers talking about their lucky girl syndrome. Yep. And let me see if I can find this quote that I think kind of sums it up. Okay. Ever since I can remember, this is uh, an influencer talking. I've always made it a point to tell everyone I am so lucky. Lucky. I just, I just always expect great things to happen to me. And so they do, she insisted. Nothing ever doesn't go my way. Ooh. And if it doesn't go the exact way that I want it to go, then something better comes up after. Mm-hmm. And she says or tells people to be delusional. And there's other people who jumped onto this trend saying, oh, it's totally, totally true. I'm so lucky. Someone talked about getting a free cup of coffee after kind of like saying their lucky girl or lucky person mantra right in the morning and how she channeled all that positive en- uh, energy. Mm-hmm. And what I realized as someone who every time I see an article about gratitude, I've talked about this in the past, I read it, right? Yes. Yeah. I think there is some power in gratitude. And I think that that's what they're talking about here. And I was trying to remember what the name, what they call this in psychology. And so I looked it up and there's something called frequency illusion. And it's that something that once you take a notice of something, you suddenly see it everywhere. Does that make sense? Yes. And I thought that's kind of the same thing that uh, when you start to appreciate what you have, you begin to realize, oh, I actually have more or I have this. I have, you know, I, I, oh my gosh, I've got something here. I got something here. And I really think that's all it is, even though they say they, they want to make it sound like it's a magical force. But I think you're just beginning to realize that you have it pretty good mm-hmm. and that uh, it allows you to actually see. It makes your super here, uh, your super power is recognizing all the sweet stuff yeah. you had coming your way. So, Danny, are are you in on uh, the uh, lucky girl philosophy? I am. 
Yeah. I, I don't, <laughs> this could be a whole new Danny. Bryson. No, no, no. It doesn't mean that I practice it, right? Yeah. I talk about gratitude all the time because I think it really is a powerful thing that if you can recognize what you have, you'll appreciate. And this is something I've talked about with my kids too. Mm-hmm. I try to reinforce this idea. Doesn't mean that I practice it uh, completely, but I do appreciate the power that it has. And when I saw this, that's immediately what I thought of. Yes. They call it a new trend on TikTok. But it's something that's basically as old. It's as old. People. Yeah. It's so it's as old as the caveman. He's like, got two saber tooths today, <laughs> you know, because of my mantra in the morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been around for a long time. It's just been repackaged by the TikTok peeps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, there you go. Um, yeah. Um, you could very easily like uh the I think the uh human uh, psyche and I know mine certainly is is very prone to inertia and the you know you start thinking about like uh, like oh this is what always happens yeah and then it's a very Blue quick Monday. downward spiral uh but you know if you uh fr- it's really about framing uh whatever is happening to you of that it's uh that there's some there's some positive uh, part of it. It's uh, whatever it takes to just keep you going. It's totally true. And here's the thing that's really impressive. It's okay to be a lucky girl syndrome when things are generally rolling in the right direction. But the people who really impress me with this are people who have things that are not going their mm-hmm. way, but still manage to uh, kind of keep things rolling in a positive yeah. way. That's where it really, you're like impressed. If you're a 20 something year old girl who's an influencer, and things are rolling your way. That's Maybe you great. never heard this before. Yeah. Um, Tyson, uh, Zemolicious in the chat says, actually, didn't uh, noted optimist Boston Rob just say that to Tyson in his podcast this week? Say what? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> lots of people say it in lots of different ways, but... Mm-hmm. There is something to the positive attitude. My mom actually gave all my kids a a, a gratitude book. They were supposed to write down things that happened to them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is true. Rob did say uh, that he's always felt lucky. He's always felt like good things are going to happen and good things do happen. And he thinks that it's because he always believes good things will happen. Mm -hmm. Because he recognizes the good things when they do happen. Mm -hmm. And that gives him a better perspective. I feel like Tyson's kind of this way too. Tyson gets lucky a lot. Yeah, I am. And he's got a pretty positive attitude. No one else would go to a slot machine and think they were going to win. I certainly wouldn't. Yeah. And then I do. Mm -hmm. But your positive energy goes in and rewires the thing. Well, my, this is my take on all that stuff. Shit happens to everybody. Agreed. Good things happen to everybody. But there's definitely different people who dwell on the shit and only remember all the bad stuff that happens. And then they are like, oh, bad stuff always happens to me. You have it so That's easy. That's kind of what you Rob was so saying. Great. The spiral. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the people who have it so great, they are more, they recognize more the positives. And they also say when the, something negative does happen, they rebound and say, oh, so much positive has happened. Uh, one negative setback is like, I'll rebound from this, whatever. Yeah. And so I think it's, uh, it is the mind frame. And I think, sure, like in the grand scheme of things, some people are more lucky. Some people are less lucky. Some of it's preparation. Some of it's all of that stuff that comes along with it. And 
uh, common sense also comes into play. I think there's a lot of things that come into play with oh, 100%. it. hundred percent. It's very complex. But I think that in general, if you are a person who recognizes the positives and the negatives are minor setbacks, to more, minor setbacks to more positive, then that's going to make your life a much happier life. Yeah. And I just thought this was a good post Blue Monday yeah. message out of all the stories. So there, if you rebuild this yeah. year on the Maybe Blue note, Monday. Yeah. Just was like, uh, like, oh, I have so many bills and I don't have a, a New Year's resolution. And and uh, it's it's a long time until the first till I get paid again. And then also the, 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 all the animals are escaping from the zoo <laughs> and I can't afford the giant dinosaur. <laughs> or the laser that channels lightning mm-hmm. away from my home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So start off this year right. Mm-hmm. The no pants shit. subway ride is canceled again. Canceled. <laughs> I have to wait another year. Everything's yeah. so sad. Mm-hmm. Everything's going the wrong way. I have to I, pay I, back my boss for all the time I stole. I spent. Uh, <laughs> I don't think no pants is coming back. I think that this is them trying. They're like the pandemic gave them an excuse. Yeah. And they're just going to slowly let it fade. Yeah. Like a bad relationship. I'm Sorry, surprised yeah. they got one in in between Me Too and the pandemic. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You would have thought that mm-hmm. men taking their pants off in public. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but surprised they got like a couple of them. It's, in. it's silly if you put it underneath the silly category. I guess we excuse it. Okay, and we're just being <laughs> silly. silly. Come we're on, just, hey, hey, I'm just being silly. That's why we're I just lucky, l- lucky people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, I. I don't think that pants thing. <laughs> I, I agree. It's not coming back. We're not no, seeing. No, it. I don't think so. Probably not. Okay. All right. Danny, what's coming up for you besides mm, exploring guys. all of the phallic shaped rocks? I got to wait for the snow s- to melt. Subway restaurant cookie tasting. Well, there's so much snow here, which probably a lot of people. How much hate. wind is the question? Not actually as probably up high a ton, but the skiing is so great. I can't seem to be able to do anything but ski every day. Oh my God. Every day. Yeah. I mean, not like, today. What a lucky guy. Because I'm podcasting. But um, yeah, I try to get out every day. It's just phenomenal. We have so much snow. So much. I saw that. Which I love. I love snow. Yeah. So it sucks. It, it, you shouldn't live here if you don't like snow. That's what I always tell people. Mm-hmm. Right? Because it's going to be a long nine months if you don't like it. Yeah. But if you love snow, this is the place to be. Okay. Yeah. Northern Arizona also got a ton of snow. Whoa. Yeah. What is that uh, place called? The, the Vortex, Sedona, no, Sedona, Flagstaff. That's Flagstaff. That's what it is. They're pretty high. They probably yeah, got a lot of they snow. Got, yeah, they got like 15 inches overnight. Wow. A lot of snow. Okay. So. All right. Uh, Tyson, what's coming up for you? Um, let's see. Well, we've got uh, some pickleball stuff on the horizon. Major League Pickleball's first event is actually coming to my hometown of Mesa, Arizona. Nice. Next week. This weekend, uh, we're going uh, on a staycation to the JW Marriott to play some pickleball nice. in Scottsdale. Yeah. And uh, let's see what else we got going on. Uh, that's You've about got it. pickle fever. You're pickling all over the place. You've got to pickle, dude. I'm, I, I feel like I'm finally pickling. You got to. Yeah. Uh, been watching The Traders. Oh, yeah. Would you like it? Yeah, it's kind of like secret Hitler or yeah, mafia, mafia or werewolf mafia. in yeah. real life. 
You like games like that, Danny? You ever play a game like that? It's on Peacock, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. You ever play Mafia? No, no, I don't play games. I think what's really (laughs) dumb is that everybody went into the house and then everybody was like, we like Suri, where if I were in that house, I'd be like, Suri's gone. Mm -hmm. The second she sits back and squints her eyes and looks down like that, I'm like, it's her. Like, how Mm -hmm. could it not be her? But like they, everybody's just like, I trust her. She's, and I was like, she's the yeah, little, most glaringly yeah. obvious person. Yeah. Well, I think to, a lot of people haven't watched it yet. Yeah. That's Tyson. Yeah. Spoiler alert. No, I'm not saying she's winning or losing. I'm saying mm-hmm. she's named as a traitor. So that, basically, that happens in the first episode. Yeah. They name three traitors mm-hmm. and she's one of them. Yeah. And I was like, they, she's the most obvious selection for a traitor. Yeah. Tyson, would you have been better suited to be a traitor or one of the people uh, who are the faithful, the not traitors? Traitor I mean, obviously, I think it's easier to be the traitor sure. and know everything that's going on. So, and I feel like I'm good at that game on that side, but I also feel like I would be a very obvious choice to be named as a traitor. And that mm-hmm. would be at my, to my disadvantage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They just kill you like, ah, it's probably Tyson. Yeah. They're killing me. Either way. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So like, Dude, should, do game, I even go on that show now? Yeah. No. They, they should work out some way that you could like, uh, like win, like, um, you know, uh, sort of like on a lot of other shows, you could win, uh, immunity from being, uh, you know, killed or, uh, voted out. Yeah, I don't like the, there's the thing I don't like, and that is the challenges. Mm -hmm. Like if a team wins and the other team loses, all that money still just goes into the bank. Yeah, the challenges are very very dumb. Uh, What's the point? There's no point. There's no point to the challenges. Yeah. Okay. I mean, if you got a benefit of like, okay, somebody from the losing team is the team that, those are the only people that can be eliminated this round. Yeah, I've said that I think that the um, the challenges, if you win the challenges, should also be some sort of like a clue to the identity of the traders so that the traders mm-hmm. would be incentivized to make you yeah. not win the challenges. Uh, like even it's not yeah. like necessarily like a name, but it's like uh, that the person like, uh, you know, uh, was in it was in this group. Like there was like there was a, a trader in this group in the in the yeah. challenge. Just something there to were two s- traders in this group and one right, trader in right. this group. Something. And so the yeah. traders are like uh, would have some incentive to make you lose the challenge. And then the people yeah. could be looking at who's trying to make you lose the challenge. So the only thing I was thinking of is when I was watching it was that they have to have enough episodes yeah. to make a TV show. Yes. So that's why, you know, more traders had to be brought in later on. Mm-hmm. But uh, but if it's too easy and the traders get out can get outed too quickly, then the show's gonna look dumb. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. I wow. thought it was a fun show. We've done a lot of podcasts on yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fun, groundbreaking. No. I mean, we've been playing that game for how many uh decades in our living rooms? <laughs> Not Danny. Not Danny. Mm-hmm. He won't do it. Out. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, okay. And then uh, I feel like I started another show. Well, what shows are Rob, is Rob watching? Um, nothing All else. Uh, I watched Special Forces: Colon World's Toughest Test. Yeah, I, like you said, Special Forces: Colon. Mm-hmm. Colon. Colon. Mm-hmm. It's about the colon. No, no, no. Special no. Forces: Colon. Yeah. The circle is having its finale. Uh huh. And how is this season? I've heard it's exactly uh, the same. Exactly the same. Mm hmm. You know what you're getting. You've watched one season of The Circle, you've seen them all. Hmm. 
I have seen one season, one and a half. But mm-hmm. now you don't have to watch it. You, you then you know exactly okay. how season five is going. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll then find I out the winner tomorrow. It. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm not done with the with the oh, traders either. I uh, still get. I have like a few more episodes. Yeah, I watched um, Milf Manor on uh, Sunday night. Oh, Rob, I wanted to talk to you about that. Yes. Did you love it? I read a description of it. Yes. It was, and and I saw a lot of comments about how the Learning Channel, the Learning Channel, the trashiest show ever created. Yeah. On its network. Yeah. Currently, Milf Manor. Milf Manor. Um, Milf Manor. Eight. Uh, ladies, uh, later days, uh, looking for, looking for love, go to a, uh, Mexican resort. Uh, and then, uh, the big twist, big twist is, there's a big yes. twist, Tyson. I don't know if you it happens in the first episode. <laughs> uh, but the big twist, they bring in this, they bring in the hot guys They bring in the young, hot guys and, uh-huh. uh, it's their kids. Uh oh! Oh, so their kids are yes. It is exactly to... what you're thinking, Tyson. And is mm-hmm. it hilarious? Um, define hilarious. Um, is it a great train wreck that we would should spend? Time I don't know if it's TV? if it's a great. It is a train wreck. I don't know if it's a great train wreck. Uh, we did okay. a podcast of the first episode. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing about Milf Manor is, uh, for whatever yeah, reason, they Milf they Manor. they they uh, really incorporate a lot of blindfolds and a lot of like um uh, so our moms like making out with their sons and not stuff? quite uh okay. but they but in the first episode there was a, there was a test where to get the best room at milf manor they blindfolded the moms and had all the guys take their shirts off and then you had to like feel up all the guys to figure out which one is your son oh, um, so bad. And, and in future episodes so that tragic. appears to be like they're they are they're blind there's a lot of blindfolds and then, so then they blindfold everybody and then they have all the sons like give a random lady like a sensual massage Gosh, and whoever like gives it be their mom it could be their mom yeah, <laughs> yeah so they have no, to like give like a good uh, who that's g- incorrect yeah. this is follicula <laughs> level so the pottery. thing is that with milf manor i don't mind the twist of having the sons like show up and that's the twist of the show but it should be uncomfortable enough for a ma- milf mom to watch their son trying no. to hook up with a milf and the son to hook up with a milf. like that should be uh, enough yeah. of the no, they're, they, they, it seems like they're trying to trick uh, some of like the like moms sons and the moms into sons. like yeah is Zach yeah. Wilson on it no no uh, oh. and that was his mom's friend Danny <laughs> I know, but it sounds like he's in the milks. And he's got a lot. Of, he's got his own issues. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm okay. just checking because maybe that's what inspired gonna, them. Think he'll play in the Canadian Football League? I don't know. They're gonna they're no, gonna they, rehabilitate him. Yeah. They can build him back up. Him. He needs he needs lucky guy syndrome. He needs to think about like, wow, like I am lucky. I'm drafted in the NFL, playing for the best yeah. team in the league. Yeah. That I got a date well, with my mom's friend. If he's yeah. listening, we've given him all the tools necessary to become a top shelf quarterback. Yeah. Just listen to us. <laughs> yeah. Yep. All right. Well, all right. Thank you so much for joining us once again here on News AF. We'll be back next time to talk about everything that's going on. See you next time. Take care. Have a good one. Bye. We did it, guys.